Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. Today we're going to be talking about being a mother and an entrepreneur, the stresses and struggles that we face doing both. Um, if you want to call us mompreneurs, some like it, some don't, we'll get into that as well. So my guest host today is Monica Wrights. I'll be giving it over to her momentarily. Our sponsor today is none other than a Phoenix Identity, who is all about finding your identity um, and reconnecting to yourself, whether you're a mother, whether you're a wife, whether you're an entrepreneur, reconnecting to yourself and making sure that you are putting yourself first. So check them out, link in the description um, for what they have to offer you for this episode. All right, so if you'd like to like, follow and share the show, if you would like to join our newsletter, you can do so all at justalivetv.com. And if you would like to connect with either myself or my co-speaker today, then you can do so link in the description. So go and check that out. All right, Monica, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hey, everyone. I'm so thankful to be here today. My name is Monica Millo. I have my own business called Monica Rice, and I serve mom entrepreneurs who are wanting to create a thriving business with, you know, by being online and they know they need content and marketing. And maybe they're just in that space of like, I don't know what to share. I don't know what to say. So that's where I come in and I help them create that marketing and that content strategy that is going to work in their life. And they don't have to be on social media all the time. They can actually sit back and be present with their children as they earn more income. Yeah, absolutely. And that is so important. Um, I recently launched uh, a company called My Biz Fits Me, which does something similar, is creating a business that fits your lifestyle, right? It fits your needs, what you need to accomplish, and doesn't make it so that you're annoyingly on social media 24-7, because that doesn't work for me either. So being a mom and an entrepreneur. So myself, I am a mother of three. I have one bio on top of that. So I'm technically a mother of four. I have, you know, five cats and a dog, <laughs> my husband. Um, so it is pretty busy in my house. And I also run, own and run six businesses. So it's quite easy to get caught up in everything that needs to be done, everything that should be done. You know, mom, 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 can I have this? Can I do this? And, you know, when they're not in school, because, you know, summer holidays, they're not in school. If you homeschool, they're not in school. Um, so there's a lot of processes that we as mothers face being entrepreneurs. And one of the things that I'd like to highlight is being an entrepreneur and a mother is we're expected that we have to have the house clean. We have to make sure our children are fed all day. We have to make sure that, you know, the laundry is done and, you know, they're, they're picking up after themselves. My husband will come home and he's like, you know, why, why, why didn't you get the kids to do this? And I'm like, cause I was busy and I told them to do it, but they chose not to do it before you came home. Right. And there is kind of a little bit of that expectation that we have to do all of these things. Yet, if we were a mother who worked a nine to five, we wouldn't be at home. We wouldn't be spending any of that time with the kids. We would be out at work doing our thing. You know, we wouldn't be at home cleaning up. We wouldn't be at home. So I know from, from being a work at home, stay at home mom, 
that there is a lot of that expectation that's put on us to have all of these things done. Yet it would it would be different if we weren't at home. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that? Yeah, totally. Um, one of the things that so for those of you who are new to me, I um, I am a mom of two little boys. One's four, and right now the other one is currently four months old. He was born back in January. So I'm nursing. So I'm nursing, running my business, taking care of the four-year-old. And, you know, like you just said, is, you know, you're, you're still expected to do all the things, you know, like cook, uh, clean, make sure that, you know, like you said, the dishes are done, the laundry is done. And so one of the things that I actually had done is I've actually hired out some house cleaners to come in and help clean the house but also they were really unique in that way because one of the things that they did was they actually helped me wash the dishes and start and fold laundry for me and that was really nice just to know that that was one thing I could just take off my plate it wasn't like that one thing that I didn't really have to worry about because I knew I had help I had support coming in to help me to fulfill my life's mission, which is, you know, to help mothers um, and entrepreneurs get their voice out into the world. And so that's one of the things that I had to do to balance it all, because one of the things I saw growing up, and let me know if you can relate to this, Melissa, is that I saw my mom kind of like be the superhero mom, you know, she did all the things and I felt like she rarely got a break. And whenever she did get a break, you know, my dad would come home and be like, well, why isn't this done? And, you know, that really made me mad because I was just like, she just sat down, like literally, like she just sat down. What are you doing? Um, Because, you know, he wasn't seeing all the things he had or she was doing throughout the day. And, um, and I saw that and I was just like, I just don't want that to be my future. So I knew I wanted some type of support or help when that came into my life, you know, whenever I just couldn't do it all. And I have made, I mean, I made a stance in my house sometimes, you know, like every now and then I had to remind everybody in the house, like, hey, I can't do it all. I'm not going to do it all. And if I have the energy to do this, I will. But if I don't, you better, yeah, you just know I'm not because I'm not going to strain myself to do something that I don't have the energy or nor it's not a life or death situation because no. really laundry doesn't mean that you're going to die if you don't do it. <laughs> yep. Um, I had that as well. I'm, I'm a little bit farther along on that journey as mine are, you know, my youngest is turning eight this year. My oldest is turning 20. So what I created and I, and I, and I thankfully I had a friend at the time who help me understand and see kind of what my children's role were roles were in the house as well and those expectations and responsibilities so as my children have gotten older their roles and responsibilities in the house have changed now it's not necessarily talking about chores or chores in a way of you know you do this you get an allowance or anything along those lines it's when you're in a household you have a cohesive household unit right and each person in that household contributes to the mess, contributes to the food, contributes to the living expenses, you know, contributes to all of the usage in the house, right? So 
when I ask my children or I give my children, this is your responsibility to get done daily, weekly, monthly, whatever that looks like, that's teaching them to be an active part of the family, right? I might be the only one cooking majority of the time, but my daughter does the dishes. My other daughter does the garbages. My, you know, there's roles and responsibilities we all have. And I think that being a mompreneur and being somebody who's at home working, it's, you eliminate some of that expectation because it's not all on me to get done. My husband will come home and if he's feeling, you know, if he doesn't, if he sees that something's not done, he might grumble about it, but he does it, right? Um, he's, he doesn't put it all on me anymore, right? He used to, not going to lie. There, there were definitely times where it's like, why is this not done? Well, did you do it? Cause I didn't, did you? Cause I didn't know that I was the only one supposed to do it. Right. And it was just, I I'm, I'm a very forceful person and yeah. As mothers, when we're at home, we take on the role of nurse, mother, cook, cleaner, um, nanny, housekeeper, all like we have so many different responsibilities and roles throughout the day that, you know, and, and depending on the age of your children, you have a four-year-old right then that's like, you clean up a mess and he's right behind you making it again, right? Like not necessarily, but that's, that's the projection, right? Is that you clean, they're right behind you making a mess in one way, shape or form. Yeah. One of the things that I've been teaching my son is to like, clean up, you know, because I'm he, he's more than capable, um, obviously. He's more than capable of doing it. So I've been really teaching him more about cleaning up, like being responsible for the message you create because, you know, he's four and he's very energetic and he's just on the go all the time. And that's one of the things I have started to really incorporate. So now he comes to me, tells me that he made a mess. And I'm like, well, what are you going to do about it? And he's like, clean me up. I'm like, great. The paper towels are on the kitchen counter. Am I going to get up? No, I will eventually <laughs> to make sure he's cleaning up. But that's one of the things that I've been, uh, I've been instilling in him. And not only that, we've been, I've been really working on him on cleaning up the living room because anyone who has young kids you know this melissa um it does not take long for them to create a tornado in that living room mm -hmm. especially when all the toys a lot of his toys are in the living room and so that's one thing that i you know on the weekly basis really working on with him to pick up his toys i mean I, you know i am looking forward to the days where i can just say go clean up and they understand that right now he's still at the phase where cleaning up is really like a big tome and you kind of have to be on him and be with him as he cleans yeah. up. Um, so it's just like, so I've been working on, with him on that, giving him like a timer. I've been, uh, so that's been kind of a neat thing I've been doing is just setting a timer. I'm like, you get this, you know, these things done in this amount of time before the timer goes off, you know, I'll do X, Y, Z, whatever I tell him, like we'll do together or we'll do something. Um, whatever it is let him know like he has a deadline and he needs to like chop chop yeah. and i give him more than enough time to do it um it's just being i think one of the things that i think a lot of moms you know struggle with this is just being consistent with your children mm -hmm. knowing that you know if you say this you have to follow through and 
So that's something that I am totally learning. And it, you know, it goes back to your business, right? Is that learning that consistency to be in your business, to you know, manage the boundaries and uh, manage all the things in your business as well as managing your household. And sometimes I would even encourage you, um, moms who are watching, to see how your business and your life in your, you know, being a mom, how is that correlated? And is there anything that in your business that you have a system for? How can you put that in your daily life? So that, like Melissa just said, is becomes more of a cohesive household uh, rather than it's just all on one or two people and the other people get to you at one o'clock. Yep. So to speak. Um, that's like my older daughter. So she's 13 this year and she knows it. when I first started the show, um, not my businesses per se, but when I first started the show, it was mom, mom, mom. And I'm like, you can't, you cannot interrupt me when I'm doing interviews. You cannot interrupt me when I'm doing the episodes. That doesn't work. Right. And so I created this, this pattern, right. Where now my older daughter if my younger daughter needs anything and i'm unavailable my older daughter will pick up and say what can i do like can i help you she'll go to her sister you know and make sure that she's providing that a little bit more guidance when i'm unable to right um they have you know when i'm on a show they can go on their tablet or they can watch tv or they can do whatever it is that they need to do in that sphere of time so that they're not in my face but I also schedule time throughout my day so that if they are home, I have breaks. So I have 1030 to 11 where I don't book appointments at all. They can come in if they need you know, my help with something, if they need to eat, if they just want to talk, they have that available time. I book off almost an hour, hour and a half before the show every day so that I have time for the kids. And then my evenings are my time. That doesn't mean as an entrepreneur, you know that your business, you can schedule your appointments nine to five, but you're still working on your business after that. And that's okay. I don't schedule appointments in the evenings and that's my family time. But if they're doing their own thing, if we're sitting watching TV, I might scroll Facebook and do some engaging. I might, you know, come upstairs to my computer if everybody's preoccupied and do some of my computer work whatever that looks like. So it's not 24 seven, it's not constant, you know, finding a routine that works for you that incorporates your family time, incorporates what everybody needs throughout the day. Doing laundry, right? You can put your laundry in before you start your day. When you take a break, switch it over and then at the end of the day, fold it, right? Or even just take it out of the dryer, <laughs> right? It's, you don't have to, you don't have to routine everything, right? You can fit everything in. My biggest thing for mompreneurs, uh, no matter who you are or what stage you're in, is to remember to make time for yourself. Never mind your family, never mind your business, never mind anybody else. Take time for you. Whether that's the first half an hour, once the kids are at school or once they're preoccupied, give yourself 20 minutes, half an hour to just sit right? To just drink your coffee or drink your tea or, you know, scroll on, on TikTok and watch some funny cat videos, whatever that looks like, make sure you're taking time in your day for yourself. And definitely teach your kids that. I love that you bring that up 
Um, because that's that's something that I had been working on in my life is setting like some time away from me. And for me, that looks like that's whenever I come downstairs to my basement and do like yoga and meditation and journaling. Like that's my me time to really get me and my mind and my body really ready for the day. And I'm, you know, I bring my four month old downstairs with me and he washes whatever I have on TV. You know, if I'm doing yoga, he washes the yoga, yoga instructor, or if I'm watching a music video or like, you know, some meditation music, he, he's sitting there washing it. Um, my four-year-old is not always cooperative. He tries to do yoga with me and he's four-year-old away. <laughs> and it doesn't always work. Um, however, the point of this is like, I dedicate that time for me and just to get me ready for the day. And I find that whenever I don't do that practice, that me time, I see the difference it makes in my life. Yeah. And um, so that's something I've been really prioritizing and teaching my kids, even as young as four months, like, hey, you, you know, we, I, mom needs her time. This is yeah. her time. You need to, you know, even like Anthony, I'll try to get him, but he, that's the oldest the four-year-old, um, I try to tell Anthony that he needs to go do something else or like, hey, you can watch a TV show. You can like watch PBS, uh, PBS Kids or whatever while I am taking care of me. And there's no, there be never, there should never be guilt with that mm-hmm. because, you, because you cannot pull when your cup is as dry as a desert. You cannot yeah. do that. So just know that you have to fill your cup, even if it's 20 minutes, like Melissa says. And if you're thinking, I don't know how I can maybe squeeze that in, then I was, then that means you need to squeeze it in. Because if you're thinking that way, it means you'll be putting yourself last. And we can't, we can't pour. We can't be the fantastic women that we are when we are dry inside. Yeah. And to be a better businesswoman and mom, pour from, you know, pour into your cup saying sorry I thought I saw uh, um rainbow um saying that you don't have enough time that is a great excuse for everybody else but if you're telling yourself that you don't have enough time that's it's it, it is an excuse it is you we always should be making time for ourselves now if you have a partner or if you're married or whatever that looks like, right, is if you have a support system or if you have somebody else that can help you, um, sorry, we just got really dark. Um, all of a sudden there was sun and now it's like full blown clouds. So yeah, we're supposed to get thunderstorms today. So ah, we like we're about time. to get that. Um, If you have somebody in your life that's there for support, whether or not that's a friend, whether or not that's, you know, a family member or a loved one, or um, however that looks, you know, asking them, hey, you know, I, even if it's not in the morning, even if, you know, if you have young kids and you don't have a support system, wake up half an hour earlier, right? Lie in bed and scroll on your phone, right? Lie in bed, listen to music, whatever that, whatever you need, right? Um, but afterwards, even at night, so when my husband comes home, let's last Friday, last Friday, I'm sitting at my computer, I'm doing some work, I'm making some headway, but I'm feeling just not okay. And so I messaged my girlfriend and I said, what are you up to? She goes, oh, I'm, um, 
eating, but nothing. And I said, okay, let's go for a drive. Let's just, let's just go for a drive, right? And so we ended up going for a drive. And my kids are like, but I want to go. I haven't seen Auntie in a while. And, and they're whining, right? And I said, no. I said, I need some me time. And that's what I'm getting. And right away, my husband turned around and he said, no, mom needs some time to herself. You're going to stay here with me. We'll play a game or we'll snuggle and watch TV, whatever that looks like but mom needs some, some her time. And he enforces that, right? So it's really important that you not only enforce it yourself, but you teach everybody else how to respect your time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As, as wives and mothers, and, and even if you're not a wife, a wife, you know, we have a tendency to society and our cultures And our religions have told us to be this perfect little wife with the perfect little house and do everything for everybody and put your husband and your kids first. And that's not, that's not feasible. It's not feasible. We should be putting ourselves first. And that doesn't mean we're giving less to everybody else. Like you said, you can't give when your cup's empty. We are just refilling our own cup. We are making sure that we have the mental, the emotional, the physical, the spiritual, the energetic capability to be at our best. And they need to see us when we're not at our best too. Mothers and children, if you don't let your children see you cry, if you don't let them see you that you're having a down day or that you're tired, how are they supposed to learn how to work through those downtimes? if they don't see you do it. That's a really awesome point. I'm so glad you brought that up, Melissa. And, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm happy that we are talking about this because I know a lot of my clients have struggled with this. Um, a lot of the women I talk to have struggled with putting themselves first. And I think it's just a hot topic because we were taught to be almost like a sacrificial lamb when that is not true at all. And I love how, you know, as a Christian myself, I love how like whenever I go through the Bible and I just see how God uses women, you know, and he puts them in high stress situations and how they maneuvered in that leadership role. And yet they still always manage to take care of themselves uh, in some form or fashion. You know, the, the thing that is bringing me bring up in my head is like Esther, you know, she was called to go before the king to say for people, you know, to petition for them. And what does she do? She didn't go right away. She actually fasted for three days. And that was her time to not only get herself mentally prepared to go before the king to petition for her people, but also just to be in that spirit, to be like, just be at peace. And that's that's the same thing for us having our me time is that we need to get our spirit, our peace, our, you know, ourselves grounded before we go out and, you know, save the world in whatever form of fashion that may be, you know, even, even if it means like we're preparing ourselves with a spill of milk that is going to come, you know, from a four-year-old. But that's a way we, I would love for y'all to look at this because this is so important because like, you know, Melissa was saying, if, if you're, you know, what we've just been talking about, if you can't fill yourself up, you know, 
you can't be the best entrepreneur you can be online. People are going to feel your dryness. They're going to feel that piece of you that might be getting frustrated because you're not pouring back into yourself, that frustration, doubt that, you know, the doubts that creep in. And as a new mom of two boys, you know, so I just had my second one. It's been tough. I'm not going to sit here and lie. Like it's been a mentally challenging, uh, I guess, strain for right now, because, you know, I'm dealing with a four-year-old who was the only child for four years. And now all of a sudden I'm going back to nursing and having a baby who basically lives <laughs> on me a lot. Right. And it's, it's been hard. And I'm so grateful that I've had to, you know, I began to learn to put myself first. I began to recognize when I'm going to dry and to recognize I need to get away. Like I need to, if that means like, you know, going out and doing something for myself or having an hour to myself um, or taking some time out to go shopping by myself, it's just getting that me time in because right now I'm seeing how crucial it is. It's not only it's not only crucial for me as a mom, but it's crucial for me as an entrepreneur because I want women to see and see like, man, I want to be in whole ecosystem. I want to be around whole. And whenever I'm, my cup is dry, people are not going to see that. Yeah. That's going to repel. And I, you know, so that's why I really. Yeah, you know, that's why I really work on creating that me time so that I can have that almost like inviting a award to people. So that way they can feel I can go to Monica and feel safe and know that I can share things with her because her cup is filled and maybe she can help fill my cup because that's ultimately my goal is to help fill my client's cup in some form or fashion. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, Stress and struggles of being a mompreneur is boundaries, making sure you're putting yourself first, routines, um, making, helping everybody in, in your family be that cohesive family unit and just really understanding that no matter whether it's your business, your relationship, your role as a mother, your role as an entrepreneur, you still come first, right? It's, it, that can't be stressed enough. You should always be put first in your own life. Um, so yeah, is there anything you'd like to add before we get going? Yeah, another thing I would love to add is ask for help. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of women think that if I ask for help, it would make me look like I don't have it all together. Well, flash, no news no one has it all together like no one does we all need help in some way it doesn't have to be like a life altering help but it could be asking your spouse I need to go out like once every week or once every other week by myself to do whatever I want to go like go go to the library and read a book or to drink coffee while I scroll to media whatever that is like once every week you physically get out of the house nobody is with you because if you know if you're a mom with young ones uh, you might be scrolling, you know, like you were saying, Melissa, is you might be scrolling social media in your bed, but you might have an infant next to you because they woke up crying in the middle of the night, so you went and got them. Um, so just like getting away, you know, and asking for help. Another thing I would love to just mention is ask for help for during the times you work 
And what I mean by this, like for me specifically, um, one of the things I've done is I hired a, a daycare provider. So I dropped my son off for daycare two, like two days a week. And that is the two days that he's there is whenever I get a lot of my work done because I don't have um, him to distract me. And on the days he is home, I work primarily during nap time. So I get a couple of hours in along with Corbin. Yes, the both boys are down for naps about the same time. I don't know how that worked, but I'm going with it. <laughs> so I you know, really ask for help. You know, get somebody to help you with you know, you, supporting you in your business. Um, so that way you can really focus on it. You know, so if you can't work during nap time, well, is there a friend that you can ask to take your kid maybe a couple of times a week or maybe once a week to have a play date with them? And that way, you know, your kid is being taken care of, is being, you know, they're having a good time and you get to focus on your work, on what it is that you're passionate about. Yeah. So make sure that you ask for help in whatever you need it, whether yep. that's free or paid. And you can reciprocate that too, right? You can find local entrepreneurs in your area who might be willing to do the same, right? And mm -hmm. bartering where you watch their kid once a week, they watch your kid once a week, right? And it just mm -hmm. gives you both that ability to focus kid-free on, on some of that time. And if you don't have those, know that it's okay. You can work around not having that help. You can work around it. So if you feel stuck, if you feel alone, you can do it just a little bit harder. Um, but you are extra resourceful when you're when you're on your own and, and don't really have those support systems. So um, all right. Well, that is our episode today. If anybody watching would like to reach out to either myself or Monica, please do so. Our links are in the description. Please like, follow, and share the show. Join our newsletter at justalivetv.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or see a topic featured, please absolutely, again, reach out, let us know. Today's episode has been sponsored by Phoenix Identity, helping you find your identity within yourself without all the roles and responsibilities of everyday life. So go and check them out as well. All right, Monica, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. All right. I will talk to all of you on the next episode. Bye.